0: Hey everyone, it's Jay Bradley, and I just finished my live stream Breathwork and Ho'oponopono Meditation. And it was right here back where I teach twice a week. Of course, there was nobody with me, unfortunately, due to what's going on. But I hope you guys will consider joining every single week for what I think is the most life changing process breathwork. And pono, And I'm also super grateful to Liberate for providing this space and sharing more of this healing work online for you, especially now during this time of quarantine. So if you'd also like to donate to Liberate, please go to liberateyourself.com and let us know what you need. Let us know. We're here for you. I know it's a difficult time and it's exciting for us to be able to help share the healing, not just for you, but for the world. So. Hope to see you soon.
1: Yay, I love this studio. Okay, so.
0: Hi, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Hi there, welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today is a special privilege um, because I have a dear friend that's passing through town. Maybe she'll be back. Maybe she won't, who knows? She's been (laughs) a little bit of a world traveler lately. And so this is Sevi here. And and I want to kind of go into, if it's okay with you, talking about the fact that you just let go when you trust it and you kind of allowed yourself to go on this voyage of not knowing. And you had an incredible trip with some amazing healers and saints over the last four months being at God knows how many continents <laughs> and things like that. But the cool part is I'm zero dollars and just trusting. And so I think that that's important because we always forget that we're taken care of. Yeah. That if we follow our heart and you did that. Yeah. And so... Let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk about where this journey started a little bit before four months ago and where you were and what was going on in your life. And then what called you to saying, I'm just going to take a leap.
1: Right. Well, I came to Los Angeles to run Zimbala, which was um, our friend's store in Alhambra. That's a Tibetan Buddhist store it sadly is today closing so yeah
0: but they still have their products online, online and, and yeah. these are some of the best incense that you can get and yeah. things like that that have been blessed and done mantras over and so if you're looking for some powerful authentic tibetan products check out their website because they'll still do some online
1: sales yeah that's www.zimbala.com. and that was my first time that I actually did something like this so in 2013 I ended up going to Taiwan with Namgal the owner and again you know I I think I had like a thousand dollars in the account to cover some bills and he's like oh come to Taiwan my best friend had gone there and she's like I you know it'd be great to have you here so I was like okay and so I ended up there, and then she ended up leaving. So he's like, well, he goes, I need websites. I need this house I bought to be done, and, you know, I'm going to remodel the store. So I was like, well, I'll trade you. He's like, okay. So he took care of everything, and we designed a house on the coast where the monks could go and do puja there. So it was designed specifically for that. It was gorgeous. And then um, he said, His showroom is like three floors in Taiwan of all Buddhist goods and the tankas and the statues, like those that were here for a while. And it came out spectacular. And in return, we did four months there between Taiwan, China, we did like three of the Buddhist pilgrimages and Tibet. And I met some of the most amazing healers. And that was where one of the first times my mind was completely blown because you know Saga Rinpoche was one of the ones we went to see, and he could literally pray on this iron rod and it would get fire hot. And he would burn, it looked like a cigar was burning into people's skin. And their pain and their aches and their illness would disappear. And I ran into people all over China, they're like, oh, you saw uh, the Karma Lama, they call him the Chasa Lama. Okay. It wasn't Saga, Saga was the other one, sorry. But they're like, you saw him, and they would show me their scars. And they're like, he healed my cancer. He healed my headaches. He healed my back pain. I was like, wow. How is that possible? Because I touched it. It was cold, November, Tibet. And then all I did was say prayer on it, held my hand out, and it was fire hot. And that was just from focused energy and prayer. So my mind was like, okay, where do you go with this? Wow. Yeah, it was really magic. And then, so this time, I came to California to help out with the store. And it was another, you know, it put you back in your dharma. I think there's times in your life where you earn merit. You do things for your community. Mm -hmm. You you know, I just completely said, okay, I'm here as service. And what what do you want me to do? You know, I packed up everything a month or two before got a Volvo cross country, drove it to South Carolina and put all my stuff in storage near my parents thinking I was going to move there. And then I was there for two weeks and I was like, what did I do? <laughs> you know, here I am in the middle of South Carolina. It's not, you know, like here where it's gorgeous. Every you drive, there's mountains here and there's ocean and there's was just kind of flat and big box stores. And-
0: Isn't that interesting that when you, you know, you think in our mind, gets so set in what we think is the right or logical or our uh, safe path or our our path, right? Mm -hmm. And so we make these decisions in our life, not based on our heart, but based on what we logically think. Mm -hmm. And then we arrive and then there's no denying whether we feel off in that situation, right. right? So here you are, two weeks in, you're like, I can't do this.
1: Yeah. And it will, And the other thing was trusting, because I always, I muscle test, you know, you yeah. always see me play with my fingers. And it said, everything said to go east. So I put everything in storage, and then two weeks later, Namgal, my friend called, and said, why don't you come to L.A. and run the store here, because he has to take the healers around in Tibet. I was like, okay. So while I was here, it was great because it actually dropped me into that spiritual side where I always have my practice. You know, I'll say, mantra here. I'll, you know, go to church once in a while, my parents, and do the thing. But to actually have a daily practice and routine... That was the first time I really said, okay, I'm sticking to this. And every morning I'd wake up and do my three rounds of mantra. And then before I go to bed, do my rounds of mantra. And then you saw at Zimbabwe, we had this amazing altar space. So wow. people would come in and I'd teach them how to meditate or, you know, just hang out and pray for a while. It was really... It was
0: beautiful. It was
1: awesome. And so I felt, you know, this, this shift in energy. It was... Um, just more connected i actually at one point i did a cord clearing with my friend because from what i studied and learned over time that you get connected to everybody you're in serious relationships Mm -hmm. and there's energetic cords yeah and so while i was in zimbabwe i was like you know i think i'm ready to just clear all my cords i just want to be here be now be present and make room for a new relationship or whatever so i did a cord clearing and she's like, oh, you're going to feel, you know, healing one went right through my heart, she had said. And the next day, I felt this tingle on my heart chakra in the back. And it was there for weeks. So I was at symbolic It would really act up. I'm like, wow, this thing's healing. That's crazy. It's that bad. It was for weeks. And then when I realized it wasn't something healing, it was my energy came back online. My yeah. heart, my atma. I was like, oh, okay. And I was called on Easter Sunday. I love this story. I don't know why it makes me laugh. So, Easter Sunday, I walked into Mystic Journeys, which uh-huh. was down in Venice Beach. And this woman was there, and she starts telling me, oh, you're Italian. Well, there's a saint that lives in Italy. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, saints? Like, okay. Tell me more. So I'm thinking like Hindi, because I know in the yeah. Hindi tradition all over India, they still have their gurus and saints. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, Swamiji, Shivananda, he's going to be here next month and you should come see him. He's Italian, la, la, la. It's like, all right. So in my mind, I'm thinking there's an Indian guy that lives in Italy named Swamiji. That's a saint and does miracles. Yeah. All right. So for giggles, you know, I leave there. And it hits me. I was at the store. I think I was well, "Let me Google this guy." So I Google him, and pull the website up. <laughs> he looked just like Jesus to me. So I started. No, he a looks out. exactly
0: like Jesus. Like it's like you can hold up a picture of Jesus and, and his face, and they 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 look alike. I mean, he's even like in his little poster because we had him here, like. He had a picture of Jesus and then his face. And I was like,
1: what? (laughs) I know. And so I thought to myself, I was like, on Easter Sunday, somebody on Easter Sunday tells you to go see Jesus. You go see Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) So I ended up going to this fire puja and I'd always been interested in fire puja because when I designed the apartment or the house for Ngongol in Taiwan on the coast, we designed a room with a tea table for fire puja. But I never get to participate in the Tibetan fire puja. So they were having fire puja, so I was like, I'm going. And I went and we did satsang before. It's my first satsang ever. i never attended anything Hindi based. Or, yeah. And it's, he's really not any denomination, It's kind of crosses over to all, but he works with Shiva energy. Mm-hmm. So when I show up, we do satsang and he starts working with Kundalini. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was because it was in my my blood, my DNA, tongue in Italian, but as soon as he started talking and I went into this exercise, my heart just started to, like, ache, like, physically painful. And I wanted to cry, but I was like, there's 30 people around me. I don't know. There's no way I'm going to break out into crying. But it wasn't, like, little tears. Like, I wanted to cry like my grandmother died. That's how intense it was. And... I just held it in and my throat locked up and I was like whoa this is so uncomfortable so afterwards he goes oh I want to know what your experiences are so I told him and I told him in Italian and he's like oh he's like you blocked your experience he goes whenever you need to cry he goes you need to cry he goes it's purification don't hold it back and then it hit me I was like oh my gosh i done that my whole life had yeah. that throat lock up feeling that yeah swallow even in. and it's not always a bad thing it's like if I wanted to sing on stage and I get nervous I wouldn't do it and the throat would lock up you know it was really interesting and so then we had fire puja and I was like oh I want to interview for my podcast the drift I said let's let's do an interview so he came the next day I picked him up we did an interview and he gave me a hug afterwards and walks away which to me was the best scene ever because you had all these like hard rockers in Santa Monica. There was some kind of band thing going and I drop them off and he's in like his lavender robes walking through. <laughs> I was like, where's the camera when you need it? It was amazing. <laughs> so I drive off. All of a sudden, my heart chakra just. Poof. It was like pins and needles blew up on both sides. And I was so full. I was so happy. I was like, i got to call my mom. So I call my mom and I was like, you're not gonna believe this. She's like, are you are right? I was like Yeah, I'm good. I'm just so I'm just so full of joy. Yeah. So then um to make a long story short, he leaves town and I'm at Zimbala and a friend of his that I met comes in and she starts telling me about When her kundalini went off and all her experience and what the energy feels like and not to project it onto the guru that it's your love and just gives me this whole download. We must have talked for hours. And I was like, well, well, it's interesting. I've never known anything because when he was doing healings and I was there, like the Vibhuti would fall out of his hands. I'm like, where's that coming from? You know, trying to figure everything out. And, um, and she's like, no, there's the saints and the gurus in India still perform these, they have cities, which are like powers of some sort, and they perform these miracles. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, that's cool. So then she leaves. As soon as she walks out of the door, I start bawling profusely. And my little girlfriend was there. She's like, Sevi, what's wrong? You need something? I was like, nothing. I was like, I can't stop crying. This went on for hours just hours bawling and then I was trying to get some work done and I would feel dissociated and I called my friends I was like something's going on they're like whoa your energy's so intense I go I think I think it's my kundalini which I had never gone after I've never done kundalini I tried kundalini yoga then I thought about it and you hear these stories like when the energy goes off people kind of go a little wacky so I'd always been yeah not going down that path and uh man at the most it was like hours into it it got so intense they're like just go sit in the altar and just breathe so i go sit there to breathe and it felt like i was on fire like my whole chest my heart would felt like it was burning And at the most intense moment of it all a text message comes through and i look at it and it was from shivananda and it said io sono con which means i'm with you And then he had like icons of like a gust of wind blowing out the flames. I'm going, okay, thank you. Like, that's a little crazy. So I go into mantra, we got like another hour. And my girlfriend's like, whoa. She's like, that was so intense. I was like, yeah. I go and can we just talk for a minute? I was like, at the most intense moment of it all, I get a text from him. Yeah, I wouldn't believe it if I didn't have it in my hand. And I was like, time in London? Because I knew he was in London at the ashram there. And it said 3 a.m. I go, it's 3 a.m. in London. We're in California. It's like 6. I was like, that's weird. And all of a sudden, another text comes through. And it's from him. It says, I don't sleep. (laughs) I was like, oh. So we just start laughing and throw on Barb Marley and start singing at the top of our lungs. But it was like this after all that purging and that crying and the burning, it was just this place of pure energetic bliss. And I could still feel the back of my heart was just like, I can't even. It's almost like if you put icy hot Mm -hmm. on your heart and then blew a fan on it like that intense, you know. It's the only thing I can think of that
0: I see how) it can kind of, is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So it was crazy. And then for the next week or so, it was like ups and down. One day I'd be like so in joy and laughing, and then another day, I'd be in just tears and crying and reviewing like the patterns that I've, I've run in my life, basically, things that I've done to myself, like I didn't have confidence or I would talk down to myself. I was like, "Why would you do that to yourself?" Yeah. You know, it was like these amazing revelations would just keep coming through. And so a friend of mine's like, I was like, what do I do with this energy? They're like, well, ask Sivananda. So I texted, like, what do I do? And he sent me pictures and then you just see my house, Italy. And I was like, yeah, okay. I have like literally $600 to my name. You know, how's that gonna work? And things worked out and I was like, I think I need to do this. I called my parents. I said, Hey, look, do I have any? Because I stashed some things with that. I was like, Do I have any savings left? Because <laughs> I feel like I really need to do this. And I explained to them when it happened and my experience. And they're like, Are you on drugs? <laughs> it's like their worst nightmare. You know, their daughter moves to California and ends up with hippies. And now she's taking off and going to Italy with a saint. <laughs> So yeah so that's where it started just to give you the little back story and you know the, the whole tibet trip was in my mind like you know he just gone to him and you got to trust it's almost like i always think of that scene in avatar you know when he jumps off the top leaf and each leaf is there to catch him yeah. down to the ground it's such a great visual so i was like all right i'm gonna do this i'm just gonna if it's meant to be you know i'll get a call for a job doing a website or something I'll, sponsor me so i only bought a one-way ticket and then ended up in italy doing fire puja we were there for his birthday and then going to germany and i encountered another dear friend of his and she had a wellness center that she was creating in melindia africa and where we she's we were talking it's like oh yeah well, i do websites if she's like i need a website I was like, oh, cool, and then she was talking about doing a treatment for a television program there, where it takes people on a wellness journey, mm-hmm. you know. And it's and I was like, well, I did a TV show on healing for two years. Like it was just weird how all the things she needed, I had the skill sets for. I said, you know, I said I traded a trip to Tibet, so you don't have to come off the cash. We you just. You you can put plane tickets and everything on your credit card and then we'll just trade for all expenses paid. So we ended up doing that. And that took us to London, to India for three weeks with Shivananda, and then to Africa for five weeks. Wow. Yeah.
0: What was your favorite part about the trip?
1: Oh my gosh. It was so so different because when you're doing... Like with Shivananda, you were doing kundalini work, like constant in Germany. I think we did fire puja every single night. And then kundalini exercise and Shakti dance, just getting that vibration up really high. So where it was really fun, it was so intense. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you're burning. You you know, it was like menopause, I guess, from what people say. You're just constantly burning.
0: Yeah, well, you're burning through all of your karma, too. And, you know, and yeah. you're shifting and your soul lessons and things. And so, you know, healing sometimes can be, you know.
1: You have to if, integrate it. <laughs> Give yeah. yourself time to integrate and it. And you, you know, and if you don't, like,
0: it's just super intense. If you don't realize, you know, like, when you're kind of turning on that conveyor belt of even more spiritual evolution, which is, right. you know, evolving your soul and getting that more purified, it's got to it's like everything that you're meant to do that's supposed to be spaced out that you can handle, it just comes at you like a conveyor belt. Oh, blah, 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 yeah. Blah, blah.
1: You and know? you have to be there and be present and make up your decision. Am I going to keep running the same patterns or am I going to try something new? Mm. And with shivananda, everything was so clear. Like, it, you just, it's like being in the washing machine. You know, your stuff would come up and come up and come up. So you constantly had opportunity to make a new choice, and where it was amazing. It was really intense. But because I was with my, my family, like my soul family is how it felt, Luce and Bea and these women that were all in their hearts and in their center, when issues would come up, you know, you get triggered and you're like, oh, and I would tend to shut down. They're like, speak. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's what the universe is making me do, is speak your truth. Yeah, with so that, then we especially would,
0: with that close-off pattern that would happen.
1: Mm-hmm. And so we would sit and talk, and then we'd break right through, and this peace would come. And then the next layer would come, and then you'd talk it out, and you know, you'd, you'd break through another layer. So it was really amazing. India, there's nothing like... India, it's its own enti- entity. Like,
0: and where were you in India? Northern, southern, southern.
1: We started in Tiruvannamalai, and it was Guru Pranama Day, and that's where you know everybody comes from everywhere to walk around the mountain. There, it's Arunachala, which is Shiva's mountain. Wow! And that's where, um, just another be- couple of beings just really connect with that that energy and there was thousands of people walking around because you can't go up now anymore so there was just thousands of people walking around so the energy was intense and you know we kind of had like vip because we were with the saint and so they would bring us into the front of the temples where we would all come together for darshan and you were burning through everything, not just because there were so many people and it was hot, but because you're right there just praying every single day. And people by the thousands are just coming and praying every single day. So the energies are just phew, unlike anything. It's really amazing.
0: Wow.
1: Really amazing. And then, um, And then one of my favorite spots that I... I could live there, <laughs> was the Allura Caves. And there are these three temples built in this mountain. It's in a UNESCO site now. Mm-hmm. And the first one is a Jain temple, which I'd never heard of the Jain religion. I guess it's one of the oldest,
0: yeah.
1: where they don't kill or harm any living being. Even to the point with vegetables, they only harvest and eat certain things so it doesn't hurt. Or harm the plant wow yeah and then they had the Hindi temple there was Shiva and the lingams and, but, and then the Buddhist so there was Buddha in this beautiful arched dome where the acoustics we sang very softly sitting against one of the pillars and Shivananda started singing and then I followed him over the top it sounded so ethereal and I was singing low it brought the sound up and echoed through the whole place. Wow. It was magic. It was really amazing. And um, all three of the temples weren't built. They were carved out of the mountain. I don't know how any human could possibly do that. It was, it was absolutely amazing, the detail and the energy. And it was One of the most spectacular places I've ever been. It was really cool. And where was that located in India? Alora Cave. So if you're in Shirdi, which is um, where we went to see Shirdi Baba, it was the first time I'd really encountered any of the Babas. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Never met a Baba before. Met Baba G there. He's a 150-year-old saint that still lives there and started a school and takes care of, I think, 7,000 children on premises. And then in total, I think they told me it was like 20,000 children throughout India. That was magic. And uh, it was about two and a half hours from Shirdi to the Ellora Caves. Yeah, it was awesome. And then Africa, girl, we're going to Africa. I love Africa. We went to Kenya. Uh And then we started in Nairobi and took a plane to Malindi, which is on the coast. And it's like, I don't know, something about Africa just feels so rooted and grounded and home. It was endless white sand beaches with blue, blue water on the coast. But to me, what got me were the, the trees and the foliage there. You felt just so small, and it was so beautiful.
0: You were saying some trees that have to be hundreds of years
1: old to even bear did Yeah, the boobob. So boobob is this one tree that I had known because they're like, oh, the boobob oil now surpassed argan oil, and argan oil is my my go-to skin hair care oil that I just always loved. It's from a nut in Morocco. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, boobob surpassed. I'm like, how is that possible? What is this boobob? And they're these majestic trees, and they take 300 years to grow food or fruit. You can grind the fruit, it's like a hard fruit, grind it into a powder, and it's like six times more vitamin C. There's potassium, magnesium, and fiber. And you just put like a spoonful in your smoothie, it's outstanding.
0: Well, wow, so the tree has to be at least a 300 years old before it even starts bearing fruit. Yeah. That's like.
1: Yeah. And so you know they're organic. <laughs> you know? They're beyond Yeah, it, it's all natural there, organic. Like it's really, it's magic land for me because I'm just into the plants. The neem yeah. was amazing. These beautiful neem trees. And I didn't know you could just boil the leaves and use the water as astringent or to detox. Like the trees amazing because I'm not a big fan of neem oil. I can't yeah. take the smell, but the water was just as potent for me. Really? Yeah. They say it heals like 40, 40 something different diseases or complications. Wow. Yeah, the neem, it's pretty amazing.
0: And- and so you were over there and you're working on doing some website work for, for what was yeah. this
1: place? My friend Luce Toraforti has a beautiful property called Shallow Heart. So we did her websites, com, And it's basically her dream place. She created it so beautifully where there's this big outdoor gallery space where you can have, they've had concerts and um, concerts art gallery shows, and then she created a wellness center. So they offer yoga and they have different programs throughout the year where you can go and stay nearby. And then they take you on all different journeys. Shivananda will be there in December. And then they're doing an amazing nutrition program in December. We're also having um, an event. So the events there are like something out of a movie. It's so beautiful. And she has local artists coming okay. from African artists to show their work and then musicians. And then all the wellness will be like acro yoga and yoga display. So it's combining art and wellness, bringing awareness to the comput- the communities. Mm-hmm. And also she started a program with Sajir who is another um, amazing teacher from India. He has a philosophy called tri-philosophy. Okay. And so... What is that? It is basically bringing you back to nature so that all your senses come back online. So you're more aware and present. And his mission is basically to help regenerate the earth. So with... Donations and children, orphans sometimes, they get donations, they get trees, and they replant the trees throughout Europe and around the world. And I think he planted 7,000 trees so far with the kids, yeah. And so him and Luce come together and having a program in February that people can come to Africa because it's so out of your normal there so when you're traveling this is what's so great about traveling and what I think why I'm so addicted to it if that's that's a good word to use when you're traveling you're not in your comfort zone your presence is more there more awake all your senses are are more heightened yeah because it's not familiar where when you're in familiar zones you can sit back and go to sleep a little bit
0: yeah, and distract yourself. You go into automatic pilot.
1: Bravo. So what he does is he brings you to places like he brings groups to the jungle in India where there's tigers and God knows what else there. So you have to be on alert, right? And this time he's bringing with Luce groups to Kenya, Africa. And so they'll have the teachings and they have all different things on... It's experiences. It's not even teachings. He just creates these amazing experiences to wake up all your five senses. I want to go. So your sixth sense can open. This. Right? And you have savannah close by. Uh-huh. So instead of going in to jungle, you're going to the savannah and you have the lions and the, just these beautiful, amazing animals in their natural habitat. So it's going to be really spectacular a really spectacular week so yeah so they do these programs that are just constantly about bringing people into themselves waking up kind of creating yeah. a new a new way of thinking in the world and more presence and more awareness and not so reliant on the capitalistic system you know because i think that's why we were so into the barter trade there's some people that have a lot more than others, but then some people have the skills. So how can you all come together yeah. to really do good on this planet?
0: Do good on this planet, be in alignment with yourself, Bravo. live a level of happiness and joy, peace.
1: Yeah. it's wild. And for me, what's so interesting is like, I keep asking myself, was like, why are you brought to all these beings that are breaking your sense of reality. You know, it started with the Native Americans, one of the um, medicine men from here in Pomona, Nathan Jason Horst. I went to a ceremony with them and stars actually showed up. The star, they just showed up, like little tiny, and I was like, how are they doing this? Like, I'm always a skeptic yeah. looking for, I was like, oh, there's special effects. And then finally, after the third day, I surrendered to that and one showed up right in my face. And it was almost like, watch this, and it took off and went like 50 feet in the air before it disappeared. And I was like, well, how do you tell people about that one? You know, yeah. that was my first experience of, you know, out breaking the super, box of reality. Right. And then, you know, I told you Tibet, and now you have your saints in India that are, you know, manifesting things out of air. And energetically, I felt it. If I hadn't gone through it and experienced it myself so intensely, I probably wouldn't have believed it either. Yeah. You know. And I think it's, it's all going to reveal itself sooner or later. If something's good' some brewing. Yeah,
0: but what do you think that is for you?
1: Um, well, you know when I was at Zimbala and I asked us like, "Show me what you want me to do." Mm-hmm. And a week later, Dr. Mark showed up with an entire podcast equipment set for me, like $1,000 worth of equipment. He's like, you know, what? I heard your interviews. You're really good at what you do. You need to keep doing this. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and that's when we came here and recorded for the first time my podcast. And I was like, oh, you're the storyteller. And I think it's through stories that people are going to start remembering their own magic yeah, and that uh, it can't be just happening to me yeah. you know that that would be crazy <laughs> and yeah. not fun but it just opens up people's like for my friends I got a call I was in Africa she's like "Stevie, I thought of you and I just quit my job and I'm gonna do this I was like whoa I was like, you got a backup plan I don't want, you know I don't want to inspire you to quit your job she's like nope it was time I was like well bravo
0: yeah you know but that's like, you know, with, with this, you know, kind of going back to like a little bit on the, on what I started with is that, that level of surrender and Prada. trust. And even Shivananda, when he said that uh, in his um, uh, ceremony here,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he said, you know, he was a businessman he had all this horses or whatnot. And these, I don't know exactly what type of business or whatever, but he was pretty successful and he lost everything. Yeah and then he was guided to be who he was truly Yeah. right and so i think that that's a lot it doesn't mean that everybody's these you know walking saints that manifest ash out of their hands and things like that but the we all have this this level of what we're supposed to do to right. contribute in the world right. and and like when we trust and we take those those leaps of faith yeah and into like saying okay Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe this sounds crazy. Maybe all the logic says, you know, should I really be buying a one-way ticket to India? But, I mean, to Italy. But at the end of the day, it all worked out. and the connections and relationships you build that who knows what the the next one two three five years are going to look like whether there's more work to do at that center in africa whether it's some of those relationships whether it's more to be seen or be be told with india whether it's the stories that inspire others but there's
1: there's, your path
0: there's a ripple effect Mm -hmm. from it too
1: yep and i think that's one of the things that shivananda spoke about that really hit my heart is he's here to clear all the old energy so that your original path what you came here on this planet to do can reveal itself and you know like he said the other night and which is what i i just was almost like a moment of enlightenment whatever makes you happy that's what you do Mm -hmm. Cutting hair could make you happy. Waitressing could make you happy. You know, whatever it is that lights up that energy inside you, that's your path, that's a clue. That's where you need to head. And so for me, doing interviews like this on your end, you know, being the interviewer and learning about people's lives lit me up. And so while I was gone, it hit me. I was in Shirdi Baba's temple. And it was almost like, hello, why aren't you recording? I was like, oh, yeah, that's my joy. That's what I love is learning these stories. So I got a hold of my friend Cindy that was there on tour with us. And um, she was from Mendocino, which is where my radio show plays out of. And she was a teacher. And she heard about this mantra from this other saint, Kaleshua. She dropped everything and went to go stay in India for a vacation to learn more. She gets there, he was like, hey, come on, I'm going into a yoga samadhi. What's that? She's like, okay, I know, that's what I said. I was like, what's that? So it was her and a doctor, were the only ones in the room, that stayed with him. And he sat down and went into meditation and was so. The doctor checked his pulse, no pulse. That's why he was there to watch the body and make sure that nothing happened while he was gone. And for a day and a half, he sat there, still, with no pulse. Yeah. So I was like, did he come back? Cindy's like, yeah. He came back a day and a half later. I was like, well, what did he say? She's like, well, he was part of a soul council in the, within the universe. He represented Earth and he had to speak first this time. He thought he'd be there for three days, but they made him speak on behalf of Earth first because we were running at such a low we were running at such a low positivity level. So in other words, they said we were running at 70% negativity for the planet. And so they're really, really concerned. And I was like, "What? <laughs> like, this is fascinating." He was like in a soul council meeting somewhere in another dimension. She's like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." So okay,
0: I, so we're we're operating at seventy percent negativity here. That's and then, what the so message what did, was. So what did you ask? Uh, what he spoke about or reported about? Yes, she did.
1: She he said he asked the council. He said, "Look." You need to give more people cities their power so that they can help heal others so that the vibration can raise. I think she said the main thing that was so neat was the heart. There mm-hmm. so many broken hearts and so many people protecting their hearts that they're not living from their hearts. And so that joy, that love, which is a higher vibration, isn't there and it needs to be there. And it's bizarre because before I moved to California, I had this crazy epic dream and it was very similar where they said, whoever I was talking to said, yeah, they're like, we're running on this ethereal, negative ethereal energy, like your insects, your beasts, your humans, everybody has such low vibrational levels that the protection for your planet is no longer it's that ethereal protection that used to be created and i was like well what do you do they're like laugh and then the end of the dream was like these credits of like laughing babies is like do whatever you can to make yourself happy it's all you have to do is find your happy and do that and that raises the vibration it spreads to the next person and if you can get that joy energy going. It's joy and love are your high frequencies. Yeah. You have potentiality to shift the whole planet and it could go just like that.
0: Yeah. That's what like um when I did ayahuasca it was it was saying that it was far more negative than positive. Then it gave me the ratio of like the seventy percent. But that people had where the inability to be their self was causing pain and suffering, right and it it was unnecessary pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. Some suffering and pain is necessary for for growth right. of, of seeing the uh, the other perspective or the the you know like the yes. the kind of contour to yeah. it. But Contrast, that yeah. but that for the most part, people were having too much unnecessary suffering. Right. and that we had to help people realize who they were so that they could just be their self
1: and enjoy their self you know and that's sounds so so simple i know this is my ayahuasca experience this is
0: your dream and this is this is you know a guy that keeps his body and and It has no pulse for a day and a half and comes back, same message. So there's not a coincidence there that that's like three different messages that are the same.
1: In your face, yeah. Yeah. We just need to get happy, find our happies. And if we can do that as a collective, because think about it, collective consciousness is really interesting. And I never, um, never realized how affected you get by it personally because it's thought waves, it's just like radio waves. they yeah. you know, thought waves and they affect you. So I was in Paris, <laughs> walking down the street with my girlfriend and all of a sudden I caught myself. I had my hand in my pant pocket and my other hand up like this and I was doing this little strut and I was like, what in the world am I doing? Like. I've never walked like this in my life. I was like, do you see what I'm doing? She's like, why are you doing that? I go, I don't know. And so I look around, and I look, and there's a person over there doing it, and there was a person over there doing it. I was like, oh, my God, I just totally picked up the Parisian Conscious Collective. (laughs) (laughs) We laughed so hard, but at the same time, I was like, wow.
0: No, it's it's it. Yeah, and those vibrations hit us, and that awareness, and that, and I mean, we're so there. There's so much going on beyond what we, you know, we're like a radio. Yeah,
1: we are, and, and that's, we think
0: that we have all this, like, you know, but we are massively affected. Yeah, from you know, and collective consciousness can be this, this, this energy that we're swimming in, but it's also the energy vibration of what we're living in too. Yeah. You know, whether okay. it's our our food supply and our water supply or the information and, you know, the media and different Mm -hmm. things like that. It's all of that.
1: It's all relevant. And I think the other thing, like, I remember, I think it was like 2008, I just stopped watching TV one day because what was going on in the news was the same thing that Kiefer Sutherland just acted out in 24, which was like my favorite show at the time. And I saw it and I was like, Whoa, I looked at my um, ex-boyfriend and I said, I'm done. He goes, what do you mean? I go, I'm no longer watching television. I was like, we're contributing to this. I was like, because think of it, whatever you feed your brain, it goes right in the subconscious you create what your thought waves
0: yep and then if collectively you're all and having these wrong things so no wonder why we have
1: brava. more so when you're watching you really got to be diligent with what you feed your mind it's very important and your environment that you're in is very important so if the number one for self-care is okay watch what you feed yourself If if it doesn't make you happy, yeah. like the news. My mom's like, how do you not watch the news? you got to know what's going on in the world. It's like, if it's meant for me to know, it finds me. I don't have to go looking for it at all. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and a lot of the thought forms I don't want to participate in. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, I'm not going to feed that machine. I remember like with Donald Trump. Everybody's like, so negative, and ah, oh, la, la, la. And they're like, well, what do you think about that? They asked me this. So I was over there, I was like, he's my brother, man. I was like, you know, it's like your kid brother that you watch, and they're screwing up. And you can be as mad as you want at him, but you got to send him love and light because it's your brother.
0: Yeah.
1: So we're just at such a bipolar time where it just there's so much polarity and people think they're doing the right thing by we're going to fight against this and fight against that
0: but they're adding more
1: you're just feeding the beast you want something you promote the positive and what's the opposite of it
0: yeah like an eye for an eye and the whole world would be blind you know Prada. like it's it's people don't think that you know you can't feed negativity with more negativity you can't Heal hatred with hatred, mm-hmm. you know. And so, like, where is there the light, and where is the positive? Yeah. And in every negative, there is a positive, and mm-hmm. you can choose how to look at it. Now, it doesn't mean that things don't get crazy. It doesn't mean that you you are saying that everything's okay. Right. But it's like, okay, yeah, there's change happening. Mm-hmm. There's massive change happening. Yeah. Whether through the political climate or whether through our individual climate or whether through the collective climate. And because of that, there is going to be a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't have the, I always say, like, you can't have motion without friction, and mm-hmm. you have more motion if you have more friction, mm-hmm. right? And we are like a jet uh, or, you know, a rocket ship going out. How much friction with that flame that goes on when they launch that rocket ship, that's huge. I like people have to be so far away because it's so powerful right yeah. to get that to go into outer space. Yeah. And we are in that process of having this massive friction. And we can be an on, like when somebody will look at a rocket ship, they're an on. They're like, "Oh, look at that amazing they the, the was able to engineer." They're not looking at and seeing all the pollution that's going into the the air. They're not seeing right. all of the the fact that the heat's so hot and it's melting things or the other stuff. And th- that's all there. Yeah. And the negatives is there. Yeah, but they choose to be an on at the massive, what that means and right. that change. Yeah. and it's how do we switch our focus to have more yeah.
1: of that? Right it's all yin and yang you know you're always going to have that balance but i think what we're being called to ask now is okay what's for the good of the whole
0: yeah
1: you know like one of the things that hit me in nairobi is how fast it was growing as a city and from the stories i've heard from just years a few years ago to now it's like amazing it's beautiful however Is it done in a conscious way?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, because now you have lions that are homeless and, you know, they're just, they're constantly being pushed out. They had a great environmentalist, though. She saved a huge forest right there in in the town, in the city. That's amazing. So as long as now you you have this growth, if we grow, but grow consciously, you know, it takes a little more money and a little more forethought on the front end. Mm -hmm. But on the back end... You harmonize.
0: Yeah, and you yeah. save a lot, like a little bit more. Like that's a, I a conversation with somebody recently about, you know, it's, it's like we're talking about sustainable energy sources. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and in it, 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 it's just that it's about, yeah, maybe building wind turbines are more costs in, in the front end, mm-hmm. but it actually saves more in the back end. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and so right. like, and it's good for the planet and for, you know, yeah. the environment. So it's like, it's, it's the same type of thing here. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, there might be some more engineering and planning that need to be done in the beginning. But, but it's not like it's wasted money. It's right. actually saving and a little
1: multiply time mm-hmm. over again. And it's saving, you know, huge parts of the environment. Like I know um, there was one hotel and a friend of mine was actually the architect that helped with the company that designed it. Zero carbon an entire hotel had wow. zero carbon. So if a hotel can do that for businesses and the rest of it would be cake. Yeah. So it's like finding, okay, what's worked here? What's worked here? What's worked here? And really making it mandatory for yourself, not from laws, being like, "Okay, what's my contribution?" Is this a positive thing? or negative thing for the earth. And if it's not positive, you know, you really got to think about it because, you know, it's such a beautiful place. Everywhere I travel to, I'm just in awe. Even here in California, even in South Carolina, the coast there is just spectacular. Everywhere is so unique and so different and has just its own beauty. And it'd be it'd be sad to see all that just go by the wayside because we just continue to grow and expand in an unconscious way. Yeah. Yeah. So get happy and be conscious. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, I guess you know we always like to, um, you know, end on a little bit of a note. So if there's anything else that you want to share, plus um, I would love them to. Here, where they can find you and your podcast mm-hmm. and everything like that. We'll put all the hyperlinks in the bottom, so don't worry about that. But, you know.
1: Yeah, my podcast is called The Drift and it airs on KGA, which is 88.3 in Gualala, California, which, if you haven't been to Sea Ranch or Gualala up north past San Francisco on the one, it's magic up there. Wow. And um, so Sundays at 11.30, you can stream from www.kga.org. Or my podcast is on my site, which is uh, sevisite.com. So.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. And what yeah. what would you like to leave people with?
1: Oh, be happy. Find your joy. Lots of us don't even know it makes us happy. That's the interesting thing.
0: Yeah, so, we're so... We're programmed to please others or society to the point that we forget who we
1: are yeah and so what i've been doing with people or you could do it with friends is have them interview you or i'll interview them and listen for your self-talk listen for your self-talk what do you say about yourself oh that's stupid why'd you do that oh this looks terrible oh if somebody compliments you oh no i'm, I'm gross pay attention to your self-talk because that's gonna give you clues as to your beliefs Mm-hmm. and then work with that subconscious mind, whether it's, you know, say, a mantra, or I have a program where we can reprogram. My girlfriend worked it out. I was like, ah, oh! and so I tried it, and it worked amazingly. She calls it the Jedi mind trick, my friend Liz. So we've been working with that where you can actually reprogram your subconscious mind. I mean, Bruce Lipton
0: mm-hmm. spoke
1: about it, Dr. Bruce. So, yeah just constantly feeding yourself good stuff find your happy figure out sit down and write for an hour what really makes me happy what do I really want because if you're not there you can't share with others especially parents you know you really got to take care of yourself because those children that's the next generation they're so important right now yeah and it's important to let them be their true authentic selves without the layering and and the suffering that we were layered with as children so yeah that was beautiful
0: yeah well thank you for joining us and thank thank you you for having me
1: yeah (laughs) it's been a pleasure and your studio looks amazing here at liberate hollywood it's such a beautiful space you created thank you really beautiful yeah Well, until
0: next time, everybody, find your happy. Find your happy. Ciao. (laughs) If you enjoyed this conversation, like it, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you want some more amazing resources on your path of liberation, head over to liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, at Liberate Hollywood. All one word or Liberate Emporium. All one word. Until next time, liberate yourself. Thinking that you want to take that action step, why wait? Book your session right now. Go to liberateyourself.com. Click on either Liberate Hollywood or Liberate Emporium. See our amazing practitioners and who resonates most with you. And then book a session via Skype, phone, or in person, we're here for you and it's your time to start creating your life.